welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. Today, we feature audio from the Elite Business Advice Podcast with Chris Moore. In this episode, Chris talks with Rachel Grimm from Homes by Janelle about tips and tricks she's learned along her journey of being a working mom, along with some philosophies that often help communicate our why to our children. This episode is sponsored by Bear Pro and PPG. Welcome to the Elite Business Advice Podcast. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors, and the goal of our podcast is to help you grow your business, but also educate you on a variety of topics that affect self-employed small business owners. Today's episode, we have Rachel Grimm with us. Rachel works for Homes by Janelle, and we're going to talk through a little bit about how to have a work-life balance with being a working mom. Rachel, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, um, again, I'm Rachel Grimm. Uh, I'm been married uh, for about 12 years now. Which to is Brent impressive. Yep. Yes, thank you. I, Weirdly enough, I was thinking on the way over here um, that I've known him half my life now. That's crazy. So yeah, we met right out, out of high school. Um, we have a little girl. She's yes. 10. Going to be 11 in four, four months. Yep. Time flies. She's awesome. She's a uh, reflection of you and Brent very oh, much. Thanks. Thanks. The, the good qualities of you and Brent, just good. to clarify. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> For now, anyway. Yeah, yeah. All the bad ones she probably got from Brent, I'm well aware. Yes, so. yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah, a little bit about my past. I grew up in Granite City. Um, got my bachelor's degree from McKendree. Okay. Brent was born and raised in O'Fallon. Yeah. So after both of us graduated from McKendree, it was kind of put down our roots there and stayed yeah. there. We've been there ever since. Um, I love to run. Um I love Jesus. I love I live by quotes. Yep. Um, traveling, hanging with friends. I'm a people person. Yes, so. you are. That's why you and I got along so well. Yeah. And then yeah. I met Brent and realized he liked hockey and he liked bourbon. So then him and I got along really well too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's been great getting to know you yeah, guys. Thanks. So. You guys as well. Yeah. Um, um, well, good. Well, I want to talk a little bit about the work-life balance, right? Okay. Um, and before we get too far into the episode, like neither of us have this figured out. Let's just 100% say that. Like, yes, exactly. even though we're going to talk through this topic together, it's not that either of us is perfect at it. So right. let's just get that out there to the listeners right now. Yes. Um, but I know that being a mom can can always be, I, I feel like it's a little different, you know, moms versus dads, right? Um, and I know that that can be tricky to navigate the waters being a working mom, right? Like, do I stay at home? How much time do I spend with the kid, you know, or kids, whatever, mm-hmm. how many ever you may have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess first off, was it hard for you in the beginning when you jumped back into working? So yes, of course. I feel like after having a child, it's, it's hard ju- just to jump back into life, um, you know, trying to navigate being a mom and just being myself. Yeah. Um, just getting up in the mornings, trying to do the routines, and it's always slower than what it used to be. Um, and then you're you're working, having sleepless nights. So, yeah, of course. I it was, can't wait for this. Yeah, you're going to be great at it, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was, it, it was really tough um, at first. And, you know, and... Th- there's the leaving them behind, you know, you're, yeah. you're, I kept thinking I'm going to miss all of her firsts. And, right. uh, you know, I just, at first I was like, I don't know if this is for me. I just, yeah. I think I want to stay at home. 
Um, but Brent had gotten wind of the whole postpartum depression, and he had been told uh, she should go back to work, you know, yeah. like like support her and push her. And so he did. He pushed me to go back. And first and foremost, I don't think 12 weeks is enough for maternity leave. Right. But, you know, that's a whole other podcast. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, getting back into it was really tough. But looking back on it now, I'm glad he pushed me, and I'm glad I did it. Yeah. That's good. It's not for everybody, but I'm glad we did it. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, so what are some things that you've learned over the years? Because I know, you know, as we've talked in previous conversations, you know, that it's been a struggle at times. Um, again, we're not sitting here today saying like everything's 100% figured out and perfect, right? right? Um, but like, what are some things that you've learned over the years that you feel like has at least helped that work-life balance? Because obviously I can't speak from this one. I'm not a parent yet. Um, and I'm also not a female. So like, this is pretty much on you at this point. So no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, there's, again, like you said, uh, the quote, Jack of all trades, master of none. Like yes. I am not a master of any of these. Um, but I have, I do know that when I implement these things into our life at home, um, it helps me, it helps me keep more of a clear head going into okay. my work days. So I think my biggest, what I've learned the most is finding a structure or some type of routine. Gotcha. And that's hard, um, I know, especially since everyone works different hours. Some people work nights, days, evenings, yep. swings. Um, that's tough, but I think finding that structure and sticking to it, children thrive on structure. Right. And so I think at home, if we can figure that out, that helps. Yep. Um, you know, things uh, that help me personally is, uh, getting prepared for the day the night before. So how many times do we go out to the car and we think, oh, I forgot my keys. (laughs) So then you go back into the house, (laughs) you get your keys, you come back to the car and you're like, oh, I forgot my coffee. Now you got to go back into the house. So just trying to get prepared the night before has helped me. Putting out the shoes next to the door, especially with Mackenzie, getting the diaper bag ready will be good for you the night before. Um, you know, those types of things, uh, even, even organizing your home life. So like your laundry, uh, trying to do, instead of doing one whole day of laundry, it helps me to do one load a day. Um, so, uh, that, that helps also, um, your, even your cleaning schedule, maybe bathrooms today, vacuuming tomorrow, trying not to conquer the world in one day. That's good. I have learned helps me. So it's just winning today, not winning tomorrow but when it's today. I mean it kind of goes back to some of the books atomic habits slight edge like different books that we've talked about before yes just just do one thing every day yes just don't try to like you can't eat an elephant all at one time right <laughs> one bite at a time um, right. so it's like you got to take it in pieces and figure out what works yeah. um, and again I'm not a dad yet so I can't I can't speak to this but I feel like having that structure and having that preparation it just at least is going to help, right? Mm-hmm. It may not solve everybody's problems all mm-hmm. the time, but at least just being prepared the night before, it's one mm-hmm. less thing you have to worry about in the morning. Right, right. Right. And one thing I learned actually from you and Christina, you had told me about, and we've, Brent and I have tried to implement it too, is on families, on Sunday nights, sitting down yep. as a family and really just talking about our week. Yeah. What do we have coming up? That's awesome. And that has really helped. So I, I actually got that from you guys. Well, I but, appreciate that. I'm glad. But yeah, that helps. And time blocking, I think. Um, has helped me too. you know, it's uh, the small things, right? Yep. Like the little settings on our phone, the do not disturb hours between yes. 8 p.m. and 8 a.m. <clears throat> I don't think people take advantage of that because right. we're always constantly on our phone. Yep. Um, but if you can do that and set the phone down, it, it's crazy how much you can get 
done just yeah. in the hour of 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. if you don't have your phone in your hand. Yep. Um, again, That's cool. jack of all trades, right. master of none. I no, still do it's it, but things. it's those small things. Um, even setting timers on my phone. My husband, Brent, laughs at me all the time <laughs> because I have a timer set all the time. For everything. Everything. Yep. Um, you know, 820, we leave the house. Yep. Uh, you know, 915, I'm taking my vitamins. At 12 yep. o'clock, I'm doing my energy drink. At, yep. You know, seven o'clock. I have it's my daughter and I do tea time. We oh, have I love tea it. in the evening together, and it's because your day gets going and things get going, and before you know it, the day's over. Right, time has well, just flown by. Well, we have the technology. Why not use it? Right. Right. Like. Right. And it's you know some people may be like, wow, that's crazy. You you have twelve alarms set on your phone. Well, guess what? If it yes. works for you and it makes you do the things yeah. you want to do. Yeah. It's only weird if it doesn't work, in my right. opinion. So, yeah. um, no, it's good. I mean, it. I, I got a couple of thoughts here. So, I'm very, I'm a very much like an analytical person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anytime we've been around any people that are parents over the, like the last five years, I've always not judged, right? And very careful not to judge, but just like analyze things, mm-hmm. right? And, and conversations with people, and just trying to be as prepared as we can for what the spring holds for Christina and I, and. Um, and, you know, I was having a conversation with somebody one day, and it's uh, Metro East Decor. They're in Swansea there, mm-hmm. um, and they build custom furniture and, like, dining room tables and stuff. And I was getting to know the owner, and, and we had a great conversation. He said, he goes, the reason why we start with dining room tables is because we feel like there's a connection there that when families can sit down and eat together mm-hmm. at the dining room table, that that's when, like, strong bonds get formed, oh, right? Gosh, yeah. You know, and so I think that that's one thing, like, I think we just want to kind of spitball different ideas out there throughout this podcast of like, mm-hmm. maybe this is something that you can take and implement in your life and hopefully right. it helps. Right. Yeah. Um, and even if it's something as simple as eating dinner together, I know that's mm-hmm. one thing Christina and I, like, we've always just eaten on the couch, watch TV, like that's how we used to eat dinner. And even the last couple of months we're like, no, like let's start getting in the habit now. It's been great for our relationship. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, we want to get in that habit now for when we do have our, our child and, you know, mm-hmm. just little things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a podcast we've really enjoyed listening to. It's called meaningful living. It's three words. And um, the, the creators of it, one of them is Tyler Hubbard's wife from Florida, Georgia line, her and one of her good friends started it. And it's all about parenting. Mm-hmm. And, Um, They shared something in there that was very, like, eye-opening to us, and they said there's been a lot of research done that if you can spend 10 minutes a day, 100% undivided attention with your child, that that's really all they need to feel fulfilled that day. Wow. And I was like, 10 minutes? Mm -hmm. And so that's what Tyler said. He's like, every day I take 10 minutes with each child. He goes, and sometimes even 10 minutes with the dog, too, Um, (laughs) you know, and that's, he's like, 30 minutes out of my day. He's like... I can make that happen. Absolutely. Right. So you talked about time blocking and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, obviously you can't just spend 10 minutes with them and then completely shove them in a closet and ignore them the rest of the day. Right. right. But like, if you can just really be intentional for 10 minutes mm-hmm. playing, you know, and I, I started thinking back to my childhood, right. Dad mm-hmm. gets home from work. We go in the backyard, we throw a baseball around for 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. That's all I need. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when I heard that statistic, I was like, holy cow. Like, and I, I think it's pretty true. Yeah. Right. I would think so. It's like our tea time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that you guys do that. Yeah. Um, so you are in the real estate field. Mm-hmm. Um, how has having kind of a, I call it unstructured, right? Because of your time and the schedule, right? That you have to, you know, have for your clients to serve your clients and stuff. Um, has that, has that made it better or harder for you being a working mom and having that balance by being in a career that's very, you know, independent and time fluctuating? So definitely harder, um, just because 
you know, not having that straight eight to five, nine to five job and then clocking out and coming home and having those those evening hours every single night, you know, that is hard. Um, but I think if you can try and stay organized yep. um, and have some structure at home when you do get there, that does help. Um, but yeah, it, it's hard to stick to those routines. Yep. Like I said, jack of all trades, right? Yep. I mean, it's tough. Do we do tea time every single night? No, no. but it's important if we can. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just well, it, it's tougher. Well, and I think there's, you know, to being a an entrepreneur, a business owner, I mean, that's essentially what you are, right? Like mm-hmm. you may not own the company, but you are in charge of your time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what yeah. you put into your job is what you get out of it, right? right. Um, and so I kind of put you in that same category too. It's, there's pros and cons to that, mm-hmm. right? It's great mm-hmm. that you can take an afternoon off and go do something or, you know, go be at Kinsey School and different things. Right. Um, but with that comes the con side of it that sometimes you do have to go show a house to a family at six mm-hmm. o'clock at night. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you do it because you love it and it you make right. it work. But like, mm-hmm. so people are always like, oh, it must be nice. Like Christina's like, oh, it must be nice to take off and go golf. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it is. But don't forget that when a client calls me at seven o'clock on a Tuesday night and they really need to chat about something with one of their employees. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, I'll keep that in perspective, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. so there's definitely pros and cons Absolutely. to having that flexibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it can be a, a pro on the parenting side of it sometimes, but it doesn't always come out that way. Right. Yep. yep. So it's, it's definitely harder to balance that life when you have an unstructured job, yes. but it, it, it can work, yep. you know, as long as you love what you do. You yeah. can, you'll figure it out. That's awesome. So do you feel like being a working mom has helped set a good example for Mackenzie? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think I think there are great examples set to children from all parents, right? Whether right. they stay at home, part-time workers, or they're, or they're full-time. But I think for Mackenzie, for us, what I have noticed is that, especially because she's an only child, yep. um, she gets to see kind of that team dynamic between Brent and I. I like that. Because we're both working. Yep. And so, and she's very busy. Kenzie has a very busy social life, let me tell you, at 10. <laughs> social life, cheering, <laughs> yes. everything. Piano, yeah. all the things, yes. So um, I think for her, she sees that because mom works too, Yeah. Um, dad helps out a lot. Like he, right. thank God he's the chef in our family. If it weren't for him, we may not eat. But <laughs> um, so he's, she sees him helping us and... Um, and, and then when he, he travels a lot for work, yeah. so then when he's gone, she gets to be my teammate. You yep. know, she gets to help do some of the things in the evenings that I need help with, whether it's picking right. up or getting her bag ready for the next day or picking out her clothes the night before. Yeah. Um, or ordering the Domino's pizza online. She hasn't gotten there yet, okay. thankfully, right. or we'd have pizza every night. Okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, yeah, same same concept. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, it, I, I think it's been a good example for her to see me work and – um, you know, as my business has become more successful, I think she sees that I love it. Yeah. And so um, it, it, I think for her, she gets to see me doing something that I love to do. Yeah. And doing it well, too. Like, Thank I'm you. sure that's a good example as well. Yeah. Um, so I know you shared with me one time that you kind of felt like you were holding yourself back a little bit and you, you know, for whatever reason that was, um, you never felt like you were able to really go all in with your career, right? Mm -hmm. Because you had her and you didn't want to kind of give up some of that time with her. Um, Elaborate a little bit on that and like what's changed for you, right? Like I know the last year or so has been, um, you know, even more fruitful for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's been part of the mindset change that you've also had with that. So like what changed? 
So, yes, um, you know, before McKenzie, of course, like most people, you know, sky is the limit, right? I can remember thinking I was jumping from job to job, learning as much as I can, thinking yeah. I'm going to climb the corporate ladder and be wearing suit and heels around a hallway one day <laughs> and running some some business, right? But um, as a mom for me, when I had Mackenzie, it all came to a screeching halt. So she was the most important thing in my life. Yep. Uh, that That job went that career per se was put on hold. Yeah. It was. And um, I wanted nothing more than just to be at home with her. And um, so, yeah, that was, that was tough to, I felt like I didn't want to miss the things I wanted to be there for her. So I couldn't give myself to my, to my career. Um, I felt like I was just kind of just half doing it, yeah. you know. But I think what changed, it wasn't one particular thing. It was just over the years evolving and learning that you can do both and yep. be successful at both of them. Um, I mean, I don't claim to be the perfect mom, <laughs> but um, I think that if you can find that structure and I think um, that over time your children, you know, they, they grow up, they start to see you yep. um, as a role model. And, and and that's what's changed for me. I think her seeing me as not just mom, but yeah. as the real estate broker and a working mom and her being okay with it and right. being my biggest cheerleader, I think, has what's changed for me. Yeah, that's cool. Well, you know, I think that there's a lot to be said about that. And I think, and that'll kind of lead into our next question here is, um, actually, I'll save my thoughts until after we go through that question. Oh, so, gosh. Okay. Uh, but no, I've always believed that I think, you know, your kids know your why and why you do what you do. Um, it, it makes it easier in seasons when things are hectic, mm -hmm. right? It makes it easier when you do have to go show a house to a family at seven o'clock on a Tuesday night and maybe Brent's out of town and Kinsey has to either go to a friend's house or go to grandma and grandpa's for a little bit. Right. right? Like, but I think when, when kids understand the why, Mm -hmm. And they see that you love what you do and they mm -hmm. see the way that you help the people, the way you help people. Um, I feel like that makes it even better for them. Like, I think that that some people view that as a negative, right? Like, oh, I got to shuffle McKenzie from here to here and, mm -hmm. and just keep all the pieces moving. But I think really that almost becomes a positive, right? Um, and so, you know, has that been kind of something that you feel like she really understands that piece of your business absolutely you know of course if she's three or four it's 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 going to be harder for her yeah. to understand it but as she, again as she's gotten older i think communication is key yes. right um sitting down and talking with her and explaining to her what i do in fact you're right there are times that when grandma and grandpa may be not may not be available or friend isn't available right. and brent's working she's my sidekick she yep. goes with me she goes with me to show the houses so she gets to see firsthand what i'm doing but I think sitting down and talking with her and explaining to her what I do really helps. Yep. Um, you know, we had a situation in the last year where we lost an agent. And yeah. so Janelle, it was just Janelle and me for quite a while yeah. in the busiest time of year right. in the springtime. And so I felt, I started feeling guilty. Yeah. And so I sat down with her and I just explained to her, like, this is, it's very important that I step up to the plate for our team yeah. for work. Um, it's really important that you understand it for our family right? Um, and that, you know, I may not be home every evening or I may be gone all day on a Saturday or Sunday, but we will, we'll get through it. And yeah. I just need you to be patient and understand it. And she was like, okay, mom, okay, I get yeah. it. And then I started seeing, I'd be sitting at the table with my iPad working on, got, I just 
got home from a showing and I'm working on the contract and she comes up to me and how you doing mom doing okay yeah what are you doing I said writing a contract and she's like did you sell it? <laughs> and I'm like, I think I did. And yep. she's like, good job, mom. And she gives me a great big kiss and she goes yep. running off in the other room. And I just sat there for a minute thinking like, she gets it. Yeah. She understands it. And that is so important for me yep. because when I am successful, like very busy and getting more successful, I feel like I want her to understand it. I, right. I don't want her to think that, oh, mom's just working. Yep. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, it does. Um, so I think just like going back to that, recapping is just communicating, communicating with them why we're doing right. what we're doing. Yep. Um, we have one set, of uh, one set of clients. It was my second set of clients, actually, second home I sold. And they're our best friends to this yeah. day. And that's Mackenzie loves telling the story that my mom sold them a house. And yes. they're like our best friends. Tiffany and Josh. Yes, yes, yep. exactly. And so We painted that house back in the you day. You did? Twice, yeah. inside and outside. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, again, it comes full circle. And yeah. they see the why. And that's that's fun for me, for her to see that. Yeah. Um, well, and I think there's something to be said, too, about when you have clients that turn into friends. Mm-hmm. And she sees that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and she sees, like, oh, well, it started with this. And now we have close friends. Mm-hmm. And do they have a daughter around her age, I think? They do. Yeah. They're, be- they're best friends. They're uh, cheerleaders yeah. okay. together. There you yeah. go, right? Like, that would have never happened if you weren't working, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think that, like, uh, whether she realizes she sees that or not, like, subconsciously, I think she understands that, mm-hmm. too, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think she's kind of a people person, like her mama. She is. Like, she was she's not shy at all the first day we met her at all. <laughs> no. And I loved it. I loved that with kids. Um, you know, so I'm sure that she likes it. Hey, the, the more people mom helps, the more friends I get to have in Maybe, life, right? Yeah. Like, you yeah, never know. Exactly. So just don't kick us too far out of the no, picture. No, no, not you know. at all. Well, we do a lot of things um, through work with event, you know, events yeah. with family oh, and friends. And it's a family business. So she comes with yeah. us. She sees that. And so she gets to see all the people yep. and the events we're doing and uh, she enjoys that. Yeah, she's a she's a social butterfly, so she loves parties and events. I um, love it. And I had even said one time, like, what what if I did something different than selling houses? And it was like, what? But why would you even think about that? Yeah, no, yeah. that's just what you this do. This is mom. what you do, mom. Yeah, you help people. Yeah, you get you help them get their dream homes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think you know, to, to reference back to we actually did an episode with Janelle last year about mm-hmm. the events and the client appreciation. Mm-hmm. So um, if anybody wants to get more details on what you guys do with those, mm-hmm. listen back to that. It was somewhere around episode 18 last season. But, okay. um, you know, I think a, I think kind of an important thing with this, too, is, you know, do what you feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Right. Whether you are a stay at home mom, whether you want to work part time whether you want to work full-time, whether you want to build your own business and grow it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, even if you want to move all the way around the world and be a soccer coach for AFC Richmond, like you can do whatever you want to do. It's just, you have to figure it out and figure out how to communicate that Mm -hmm. and have some of these things we've talked about in place and the structure and different things. Um, But it's, it shouldn't be something that gets pushed so far out of your comfort zone, right? Like just take a little step, Mm -hmm. right? Like I know you didn't jump in, working where you're at now when Mackenzie was little, mm-hmm. right? Like you mm-hmm. did kind of start a little bit and then a little bit more and then yes. like, and it's grown to where you're at now. Um, and obviously she sees the benefits of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. There's no magic answer. That's for no. sure on how to balance work life and parenting. Yeah. Um, but it's just implementing those small things, right? Small yeah. steps make the staircase. Right. So just implementing the small things and, and I, I a hundred percent, 
believe in just structure and routine. Yeah. Um, kids thrive on that, and I think we do too. We just don't know it. Yeah. And so I think even if you have a structured job or an unstructured job, finding that structure within your home life and at home helps. It it really does. Um, You know, one of my favorite quotes that I've learned um, is the, if if you love what you're doing, you don't work, work, you never work another day in your life, right? So um, that that also helps, you know, if you're not happy in your job, you're not going to be happy at home. um, And, and probably vice versa, right? right? You're, you're at home thinking about work, you're at work thinking about home. And so I, I think finding that, that balance yep. is. Well, and key. I think it's safe to say too, like, you know, I know you absolutely love what you do as, as do I, like, there's still going to be days when you're stressed out, right? Sure. There's still going to be oh, some gosh, times yeah. maybe you come home and it kind of gets taken out on your family a little <laughs> bit, whether it's intentional or not. Yes. I am a hundred percent guilty of this. Uh-huh. Christina will tell you that if you text her, uh-huh. like, but you know, it's, it, it is that general concept though. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, I wouldn't change a thing about what we do. I absolutely right. love helping business owners. You absolutely love helping people find mm-hmm. houses. I'm grateful for that. Thank you for helping <laughs> us find our new build um, and, and helping that process. But you know, I, uh, I think there's just so many things to it that there, there that is very true. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think even within that kind of another step that we can kind of go a little deeper into this or I'll elaborate on is if you're a business owner, and there's aspects of your business that you absolutely dread, stop doing it. Mm -hmm. Like you really should only focus on what you love to do Mm -hmm. and figure out a solution on how to make it work to where you don't have to do X, Y, Z thing. Right. Right. Whether it's, you know, hey, I hate managing the accounting and the books and the financials of our company. Mm -hmm. Well, then don't do it. Right. Like if, so if you catch yourself, like if you love what you do, but there's aspects of what you do that you really don't like, Mm -hmm there's a solution. Like if you're a business owner, you, you have options to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You may have to figure out how to make a little more money to pay for somebody to do that. Right. right. But there's an option there. Yeah. Um, you know, and so I think that that's kind of an important thing to piggyback mm-hmm. on that quote is there's going to be things that you may love what you do overall, but when you start realizing like there's certain things you're like, I don't, I'm not looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. Find somebody that can do that for you. Right. Whatever that is. Yep. So, yeah. um, I really appreciate all the insight. Um, You know, I think one thing too, as we kind of start to wrap up here, I would encourage people, like if you're looking to work on this balance, right? Like there's tons of resources Mm -hmm. out there, right? I mentioned the Meaningful Living podcast. Um, They go through a bunch of different kind of concepts, some of the balance things, some of the actual parenting techniques and different Mm -hmm. things. Um, There's so many other resources out there, podcasts, audiobooks, books, like we've been reading parenting books, or I have been left and right since we found out we were pregnant, like Mm -hmm. just trying to get as prepared as I can, and I'll continue to do it after he's here. So um, just don't be afraid to continue searching for more information on things, right? Like if anything we kind of mentioned, like, caught anybody's attention like keep searching for more information Mm -hmm. out there Mm -hmm. Um, but as we wrap up what's one final piece of advice that you would like to leave working moms with um i think probably just finding your tribe right and leaning into it finding your friends and family who support you who also understand what you're doing and why you're doing it and lean into them. Uh, another quote, it takes a village, you yes. know, it, it does to raise your children and to raise your family. And if it wasn't for my family and friends and, and even coworkers, yeah. I mean, there are times that I wouldn't be able to do what I do because right. my husband also works and it's just a busy life. Yep. So, um, but yeah, find, find those friends, find the people who make you happy, um, and just love them hard because the support is what is really, yep. 
really important. That's awesome. I think that's the only reason we're not freaking out about having a child here in a few months mm -hmm. is because we know we have such great, like we've surrounded ourselves with people yeah. that can help out when we need them to, yeah. or just for somebody to talk to about mm -hmm. things like, Hey, how did you handle this? Right. Right. Hey, when this came up, how did yeah. like, share your experience. Right. Yeah. And so I think it is very important to surround yourself with people that yeah. have kind of like been down the road, mm -hmm. but also can be there to support you in the yeah. meantime. Well, and I think that's one thing about working too, is that you surround yourself with people whom are not at home with you. So you have people to bounce ideas off of, yep. um, like you said, parenting ideas. Yeah. Um, so, and, and that, that's what helps my, I have a really good friend, probably. Yeah. One of my best friends, yeah. she, um, said to me the other day, you know, when you, when I was going through all these things and wanting to be that person for Mackenzie, you know, yeah. I was scared that, you know, I just wouldn't connect with her if I right. was working. Um, she said to me um, that you might not be the one, the number one person in Mackenzie's life for every moment, but it's okay. As long as she's happy, she's safe, and she does have a number one person, that's really what matters. Yep. And so, again, I thought back to that quote, it takes a village. And yep. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, yep. You're right. No, that's good. Well, I think a lot of parenting too, you know, from all my years of experience, um, <laughs> you know, is like you always want to be that number one person, right? That they call yeah. for every single thing, right? Mm -hmm. But I think really like you realize you've, they've made it as a child and you've kind of succeeded as a parent when they're able to be independent and mm -hmm. they have those people in their lives they mm -hmm. can turn to. Yeah. And like, I'm sure, again, I can only imagine like that that's a hard thing, but I feel like that's when you can look back and be like, we raised a pretty good daughter, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like it hurts that I might not yeah. have been the first person she called. Yeah. But that's okay because we raised her to where she has the right people to call. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So yep. we are, we're never perfect. We're going to fail along the way. Exactly. But, um, we can all fail together. Result. Yeah. We, yes. <laughs> as long as we cross the finish line. Right. That, right. That's what matters. Right. And yep. then, um, so yeah, just to leave it, I think, you know, just finding, finding that structure would be my, my biggest advice, finding that it. routine. Um, and then, of course, I'd love to leave um, with another quote because yes. that's just no, my life. I love, I love it. quotes. So by Sharon Janes, she, uh, she said, successful mothers are not the ones that never struggle. Uh, they are the ones that never gave up despite the struggles. Oh, that's so. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, well, I think that's probably the best quote we could leave this podcast on. So exactly. I really appreciate you coming yeah, and doing this and me. sharing your thoughts and being vulnerable and transparent all at the same time. <laughs> so um, it's been fun and uh, hope you have a good rest of the day. Oh, thanks. You too. Paint Ed podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.